Before we get started with today's episode, we'd like to thank all of our Patreon patrons. Your support keeps this podcast running, and we can't thank you enough. If you're not yet a patron and looking to support the pod, you can check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash TV. You can also find it on our Instagram and website, bingetowntv.com. Right now, we have two tiers available, Binge Towny and Binge Town Homie. The first tier, Binge Towny, is just $2 a month and is available if you just want to send some support our way. With this tier, you'll get a shout out from us on the podcast. Our second tier, Binge Town Homie, has all of our exclusive content. This tier is $5 a month and you get exclusive patron-only podcast episodes, early access to our celebrity interviews, exclusive patron-only unedited celebrity video interviews, plus a lot of other bonus material. We appreciate all of your support and hope you all join the fun because our exclusive episodes are going to get wild. All right, now let's get this show started. Let's go! What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bingetown TV. I'm here with Jimmy, Luke, and Kyle, and we are back with our season three coverage of Winona Earp. We got vampires and angels and bullshar and people licking potatoes. But most importantly, we've got no more Earp curse. It's done. It's finished. I bet none of y'all expected that. Season three, all these boys in the past two podcasts are like... We better kill all 77. I want I want to witness every 77. Damn, so you're <laughs> implying that there's nothing on it in season four? I mean, the herb curse is done. Oh, I, shit. I didn't expect that. At the moment, the herb curse is done. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I really think that it solves a lot of the potential issues I could have solved down the road. Yeah. Because it got ended prematurely by dealing with Bullshar, and that's all fine. I just totally thought that it was somehow going to be re-brought up in season four because I feel like there's so much on the table left with us to learn about Wyatt and his past. But at the same time, we did get a lot. So if they didn't touch that, I'm satisfied enough because we got all the the angels and selecting him as the champion stuff. Like, that's all fine. I'm just anticipating that we're going to see a little bit more of Wyatt in the past. So I thought that implied that we were going to get a little bit more in the curse. But I'm just guessing. Mm-hmm. So is it confirmed that Doug Peterson was an angel? No, yeah. he was a guardian, I thought. No, he was Strudel definitely an angel. angel. Him, he is yeah. exactly what Charlie was. He could have been the dad. You're and, right. Anybody want to just hook me up here? I know. I have the, <laughs> I have the shout outs. So I said shout out to Jimmy for guessing that Waverly was a half angel because that's Woo! fucking like They do say angel so many they times. They really do. I was like, cut it out at some point because I was like, I don't want these boys to guess it. I want them to be like, yo, the, angel. What is it? Episode like three or four, they actually reveal it. Maybe four or five, but. Even in the first couple episodes, Kate flips the angel card mm-hmm. and then they show the statue when they're mm-hmm. talking. It's just literally like angel. <laughs> Dude, this was the best Waverly season ever. Like, oh, hell she yeah. Just, just was wait. awesome. And Did I, she get to number one on your list? Yeah, probably. Because I, I feel she's like been this my girl was, this honestly, whole time. you're probably going to not agree with me here, but I thought it was a down doc season. Compared I agree. To one and two. I, I agree. Well, yeah. just on Doc's intentions and morality down, I thought and, he was still an amazing character. And I'll just t- tell you guys, Tim Rozon, who plays him, was so sad to have to do all this bad shit this season. He's yeah. such a sweetheart. I, yeah, as a fan of Doc, it was a little tough to watch him like make mistakes, but I thought like it was a good season for his character as like a character on the show. I feel like he drove like a lot of plot, like he yeah. was involved a sure. ton. I guess I got to rephrase. Like, what is the question of who our favorites are, or who we think the best characters are? Because that's a little no. bit of a different favorites. answer. Always no, yeah, favorites. It's definitely favorites. Yeah. Okay, and well, I Doc's still, still my favorite Doc. number yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. But in terms of like, I don't know, best character, I feel like he took a little notch down and Waverly probably hopped him. I also think Winona, this was a positive season for her. And we'll talk about this back and forth because I started to think that her writing of the comedy stuff was slightly better and it was more meta. 
like it was like aware of how stupid it was rather where before yeah. it was still aware, but it was just stupid for like stupid. Sake. Yeah, I like when in the Christmas episode, her and Charlie are fucking shit up and she's saying shit. And Charlie's like, who are you talking Amazing to? Amazing line. Yeah. I wanted yeah. to bring that up. That was such yeah. a good part. She's like, honestly, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> so right. Good. And I agree, Kyle. I've never looked at it. The lens. So we've talked off pod a lot. Kyle has his issues with Winona and specifically with the season. But I don't ever notice, and I have taken more notice now that you're in my ear saying that. And I'm like, you're right. These lines are cheese town, but I like it. I'm like, I like this stupid, like half witty. Yeah. Shit. I mean, it's perfectly fine that it doesn't hit with me personally. Yeah. I just, for me, it's tired. It just feels like we have to like get it over with to then get to actually like meaningful dialogue. Is like, it every now and again? It's fine. Like, a lot of the characters are funny in that way because a lot of them are like that. Like Jeremy has really good quips like yeah, that. Does. So does Waverly. Waverly and Winona together have a really good chemistry with Agreed. the quips. But Winona just, it's constant. It's every time she's on the screen and is doing something, there has to be some type of pun or witty comment. Yeah. yeah I get behind that. No, too. I mean, I, yeah. I agree with what you're saying with that last sentence, but I, I'm more on Luke's side where I actually thought it was worse to start the show. In the first two seasons, I think now it's actually gotten a little bit better. So Winona has the awful job of being the lead and going through all this shit, especially once we get into season four. You're going to see like how awful Winona's life has actually been. So one, she relies on comedy to kind of ease. She doesn't want to get too close to anybody because she's going to get hurt. So she relies on comedy. But she's also always in the thick of it in the show. Yeah. So her comedy, I feel like you've said her comedy beats fall in the wrong moments. It's supposed to be an intense moment. And she says something. So it falls flat. Whereas the other characters are goofy in nature. Like Jeremy's always doing something goofy. So when he says something goofy, it's funny yeah. and yeah. it matches, but I don't know. Why don't it's always I, my number one, yeah. all four seasons. I just but... think that it could be utilized a little better, like more selectively. It doesn't have to be like cut it in half. But like maybe take some of them away. It's just like sometimes twenty five percent less. Yeah, I'm just thinking like <laughs> I'm just like off the top of my head with like uh like one armed Clint, like that whole thing. It was just I feel like Winona wasn't serious, didn't say a serious line almost like that entire time until the end. Yeah. When two armed Clint. We, yeah. yeah. Like, that was good. That was funny. But like it's just like it feels like almost every other like it feels like seventy five percent of her dialogue or eighty percent of her dialogue, maybe even eighty five, is sarcasm. And so, quips, and it's just like it just kind of ground yeah. me down throughout this season. But I understand so why her characters like that, and I I can appreciate that, but at the same time, not like it. So would totally. you say that it's ground you down through three seasons, or do you actually think third season has been worse? Good I think question. third season has been worse. Okay. Also, because the way that she handles a lot of things also kind of upsets me, or upset me rather a little bit yeah. throughout the oh, season. Oh, I have I have those. Yeah, I feel like too, she yeah. is kind of a hypocrite yeah. and it was really kind of i was opening my eyes a lot more i think this season what yeah. do you mean and give me like an example i just feel like like she gets mad at doc when mm -hmm. doc like maybe we'll get drunk and like do something stupid but then like her whole character is like that reckless drunk thing. yeah so like she'll go out and go to the strip club and think she gets knocked up by a revenant and then like she obviously will clean up her messes but like no one else is allowed to fuck around like she always treats them all kind of almost like children. Mm -hmm. And that started to rub me the wrong way a little bit. And I get like, that's her character. She's the lead. She's the yeah. heir. She has the gun. She puts that burden on herself because she loves everyone so much. Yeah. That she yeah. wants to protect them. But I just think it started to like really kind of upset me. And on hot, I think has my favorite line of the entire season in episode three at the, maybe I guess it's the wake. Yeah. Well, yeah. Myona is acting out 
going like crazy, like hot pours herself a beer and then Wynonna just takes it yeah. and hot takes it back. And is like, that was for me. And Wynonna like says something back and hot looks at her in the eyes and was like, you don't get a monopoly over the grief we all feel. Yeah, like, you exactly. don't get to act like this. It's a reference to dolls. All, yeah, because yeah. we yeah. all feel this way. Yeah. And she just was reckless with it. And I feel like, I don't know, some of that was just kind of rubbing me the wrong way, which then obviously if that starts to rub you the wrong way, then the quips start to feel a little less funny because it's like, oh, my gosh. Yes. So that's I, yeah. kind of the way I felt about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm the one who was on Luke's side, so I still do think it was a better Winona season. But at the same time, some of the writing did bother me a good amount with Winona and Usain almost being like a hypocrite. Like, I didn't really like at all any of this back and forth with Charlie, Winona, Doc, blah, blah, blah. Like, I get Winona has those trust issues, and that's like really big part of her character. But at the same time, Doc basically says, like, I love you. I'll do anything for you. And she's like, I'm just going to go bang Charlie. I'll be yeah. right back. And I then have just, an issue with that, too. Yeah. Wait, that's not how that. Goes. Yeah, it is. I he literally is at the they're at the door. Yes. They're standing at the yes. door together. Oh, when he's a vampire at this point? No, 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 no. He, he goes to become head, a vampire right after that. Yeah, this is the headquarters. And they're it's, standing it's the at the door. Episode. Yeah, they're standing at the door together. And he pretty much like professes that he loves her and, and they had that he goes, we made a baby together and they kiss. Mm-hmm. And then she, you're thinking like, she's going to be like, I love you too. And instead she's like, I'm out. And then she goes and bangs Charlie two seconds later. My note was literally Winona and doc were back. And then like five notes later, I'm like, okay, I guess that was, yeah, yeah. I absolutely hated that. Yeah. And I also felt that way. I, I think I felt that way. And now I'm, I'm starting to like change my, what I remember from first two seasons, but I felt like I felt that way about the love triangle between dolls, doc, and yeah. Winona, I didn't yeah, love that. Yeah, that was either, a lot of just, back and forth. Just too. always felt like, okay, you you can go, have your ups and downs with Doc, but just the way sh- the downs go sometimes are a little so extreme. So yeah. here's how that episode happens from my recollection, and correct me if I'm wrong. It's the Christmas episode. Doc brings the Christmas tree, and Mom is like, get that Christmas tree out of my fucking face. Mm-hmm. Whatever is happening. They do kind of have this weird, like, missing each other vibe, mm-hmm. but they go to Kate's. Kate. Uh, he obviously had mm-hmm. banged Kate. She knew that mm-hmm. well, because of the knife assuming, was there. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And so then they go to the thing, kiss under the mistletoe. Yep. And then they're at the house having the Christmas dinner with mama. And then he leaves. He bounces because he's mad. And then she bangs Charlie and he bangs Kate at the same no, time. No, no, no. You're it's, missing. It's, you're missing the whole and Charlie do the raid, save the kids. And she, Doc says, oh, like, didn't know that that happened until it comes up at the dinner table and he's like you didn't call me because you said you would call me if you need to back yeah. up and she's like i didn't like charlie was there right so he's like oh so he's and saw he left the bank yeah Kate. and then and waverly says to winona i think like this is where you run after him dumbass but and then, then mama gets in the way but then winona mama. doesn't afterwards go she goes and has sex with charlie and then at the same time doc gets bit Right. So which is like bad on both sides. Exactly. Totally. And that's my point. Yeah. It's not So you're not defending Winona, you're saying that everyone sucks. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think the, I think that. the whole writing for every relationship besides yeah. Way freaking Waverly Way Hot's the best relationship I've ever seen in my life. Well, that's dude. what it is. Yeah, but like every other relationship is just like I would be done talking to these people yeah. 15 years it, ago. Like it's also a little frustrating because for me personally, like I had an issue with the whole love triangle stuff. Because yeah. it was kind of like we had no idea as an audience like how do these people feel about each other really like what is going on here because this season starts and it's they hate each other yeah they have like the they're like in the middle of the mission and then winona kisses dolls on the cheek yeah 
and then and then her and doc are training in the barn and then now they're making out like the two of them in the barn and i'm like well didn't she just like kiss it's dolls so nonchalant cheek, like... with just back and forth first of all i'm gonna end the quip conversation just by saying i think the show really benefits in season four by getting the mature rating because now they could say fuck and it just cranks they it did up. say they did say it at the yeah. end of the season a couple times and they were good good ones yeah so i agree say one at the very Nedley end does the very end and winona has one that i was like oh shit he okay. said no one fucks with our family right yeah. i forget the exact line yeah it's good so anyway, so it does benefit. I think you guys are going to be pleasantly surprised in season four how that helps. OK, so a big thing in our last podcast episode was the love triangle. Yeah. And I was Luke or Kyle or Jimmy, one of you were yeah, like, I Kathleen one of us. Is, is dying to say something because you, Luke had already seen Dolls die because yeah, he so had seen two episodes. Last, exactly. it. Yeah. Yeah. So because was, you, dude, you had watched like one. Well, no, no, no. no, no. When, we, when we recorded our last, yeah, at the end of season two, when, no, when no, we, we did our season one podcast, you had seen Dolls Dolls. No, 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 no. We, we did, did our did season, season two, two podcast, and Luke had only seen like three episodes of three. Yes. Yeah. And so he wasn't a vet vet, but he knew a Bro, lot. Like, I enough. was so close in the middle of that podcast of saying to start the next conversation, RIP Dolls, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like, how did that fucking happen in the third <laughs> episode of the season? If you would have done that, like, I. I wouldn't have guessed that, especially in the very beginning of the season. I would have never guessed that. So Shamir, who plays him, just wanted to do like big movies. He ended up being in some pretty good movies afterwards. Um, what I read was, which I now hate it, is that he said that he thinks that the writers took his character as far as it could go, which is just completely wrong, in my opinion. Yeah, because I'm thinking I'm guessing Black Badge is going to be a huge part of season four. I would hope yeah. so. so it's like, OK, the actor who played Dallas had no idea what they were getting into. Yeah. So I don't like that at all. And I also was souring on him at the end of. Like I liked him in the beginning of season one and I progressively like started to like him less and less because I remember Kathleen, you said a lot of audience members don't really mess with dolls. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? He's the man. And now I totally get it. I just don't I'm not a huge fan of dolls and they really don't bring him up that much. Like he gets brought up sporadically, but his impact doesn't seem yeah. to have mattered past a couple episodes past his death. So let me ask Kathleen, who knows more and way more than us about just everything like behind the scenes and stuff. Did he bring this up and then they had to like figure it out like out of nowhere or did they kind of know? So he was at the Comic-Con leading into. So they were playing it like he was going to be in the season three. You know what I mean? They do it in the summer and then whenever they launch season three and like Kate was on that panel because they do that at San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. Like this is our new cast member or whatever. I think it was a like a civil separation and everyone loves him and loved him, especially Tim Rose on him or Bud's like. I just think he wanted to get written off, so he did. Well, the reason why I'm asking is because, honestly, and before I get into this, I want to say we're doing a lot of trash talking, but it's there's a lot of good stuff in season three. Amazing a lot stuff. of good stuff. Yeah. But I had a pretty big problem with the writing for his write-off or his death. I just thought that was just out of nowhere to the point where it was not even a good out of nowhere. I was just like, oh, okay. So I liked the episode three which is his funeral wake everything oh, way better great. than his actual oh, yeah. death and yeah. i think they probably just had to write him off and i'm assuming they didn't know while they were writing two so when they were writing three they had to just get him off and i think they did the best that they could in those like yeah they like literally the only seeds they plant is jeremy being like bro you don't know your symptoms and then he's like waverly why not is gonna need you oh i'm dead like literally it, it that's did it escalate super quick like his him going wrong 
but I'm such a sucker for a mid-season main character kill. Oh, I'm fine like, with the, the fact that he's dead, up. but I just, yeah. just trope breakers, and that was good enough for me because I was also okay with the house le- exiting. Yeah. yeah. So I thought it was powerful and good enough. What do you think? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously not the way I thought the love triangle was going to get resolved. <laughs> I mean, Jesus you Christ. that he was going to... No, we, didn't we all guess that she was going to end up with... Dolls? Dolls. I, said, I actually said I wanted it to be dolls. I'm pretty sure. The, the literal process of elimination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like my notes, they're like, oh, he's not breathing. Yeah. And I was like, is he like actually dead? Yeah. Or like, is he going to be like... It's like the fight, said. like the fight with him and dolls in season one. It yeah, like we, okay. So... Also, yeah, we've seen him do this before, yeah, like mm-hmm. pretty much play dead. Although yeah. I guess in that point, there's really no reason. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the only positive thing I have to say, I guess, about the lead up is that it gave us a little Jeremy character development. Where yeah. now he's kind of like more of an independent mover, where like he doesn't just get bullied into orders by them. Like I guess yeah. technically he like did what dolls told him to. But he stands up to Doc a little bit in shorties, yeah. which was like, okay, Jeremy, like let's get it, bro. That he was great dash. this season. Yeah, I think yeah. we all agree. Jeremy was the best. Jeremy's yeah, awesome. He was the man this yeah. season. Is he <laughs> gay in season two? So in season two, Rosita yeah. tries to flirt with him, and he's yeah. like, "You're a girl." Yeah, he literally <laughs> likes <laughs> Doc. He literally likes Doc <laughs> right away. Oh, he's just yeah. like, "Oh my gosh. Yeah, right. And I mean, I say Dolls the same too. thing, but yeah, you know, in QB one. Yeah, well, yeah right. Okay, so let's talk. We have so much to talk about. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll talk about episode one really quick. You kind of said it. Um, so to answer your question from uh, our season two coverage, will the baby p- tear them apart or keep them together? It does tear them apart in the beginning when they're fighting. She says, like, the only time he talks to me is if I keep him fighting or if he's mad. You know what right. I mean? So she keeps him fighting and mad or whatever, whatever that line is. Yeah, I loved the vampires. I thought that was a great addition of demons because... I think Jimmy, me and Jimmy had this conversation. Holy shit. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I forgot that that was episode one. That feels like season two. Yeah. It's funny because on season two, Luke, you were, I ruined you that. were like yeah. being like, does that happen in season three or season two? Yeah. But quick comment off that vampire thing. I thought it was going to be a more bad guy of the week, which it slightly was, but it gave us Doc's wife and it also planted the seed, which I like to recall because it made a lot more sense in hindsight of the main vampire caring about the original families mm-hmm. yeah and yeah, yeah. i didn't think that was really going to be much more than just like a, a fealty thing to bullshark but it, that was arguably my favorite thing that bullshark did was like harvesting the memories of the original families because mm-hmm. uh spoiler i didn't love the whole handling of bullshark as yeah. the big bad of the of like what i thought was going to be the series it's funny because i thought bullshark was going to be endgame yes and exactly. i mean i guess i wasn't thinking garden of eden or any of that stuff when mm-hmm. we were there would have been no way to make those theories but now that we have garden of eden and i guess black badge will do something now we know there's more to it but bullshaw i thought was literally end game yeah and until like 10 minutes before the finale i thought bullshaw was making it out of the yeah, uh, into season too. four and then as soon as like the scene starts happening i'm like okay well fucking bullshaw is gonna die yeah and damn because i wanted him to be someone that carried over he had some sweet hats dude just wait i mean you guys are gonna enjoy season four i thought bullshaw was good um but we'll we'll quickly first of all i wanted to say my favorite line of season three which i kept pumping up last episode which is i know what you could eat a dick <laughs> <laughs> that's episode one too yeah, right? yeah. It's right and then he's like excuse me she's like don't make me say it again yeah yeah my favorite line now that we're doing this because yeah. oh my god i was laughing so hard it's the aftermath of when waverly gets the ring and punches the yeah. shit out of one of the of one of the people and it's her and nicole talking and she's like oh you can't wear this we got to get this off you just like knock someone across the room she goes yeah boy yeah. <laughs> she yeah. was so proud 
proud of herself. Yeah. And Hot's like, no, yeah, yeah. boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking hilarious. Also, yeah. there's Waverly was great this season. We already yeah, said it. She was, was Waverly season. We, we opened season one and she's they're like hot and Waverly like on the roof. Flirting. And and Waverly's like, I don't need grace. I need steely Soviet precision. <laughs> and then she like she like barely hits him and hot, hot's like Soviet precision. You barely grazed him. Yeah. <laughs> They're so good together. There was a scene, I believe is up episode eight, because I texted you guys and I was just like, I'm laughing. That was all I said. Okay, wait, but it was me. I can't remember the line right now because I didn't write it down in my notes, but I had it was it was just like a back and forth scene with all of them, but Jeremy was the main part of it. And I was just dying it wasn't like a specific line it was just the entire sequence was killing me wait so one of my favorites of the whole thing is episode eight the cold open i'm gonna call it with winona and jeremy playing pool and she's like i think i lost an umbilical cord around somewhere but the whole bit of her just being like this felt is disgusting it's like pull your chin up like i thought jeremy's like comedy beats were perfect i think he even says in that scene too he's like it's not fair like you had you gave birth on this pool table i honestly honestly don't think i had any issues at all with jeremy i thought he was was perfect speaking of good lines then this is the last one i'll bring up because i actually wrote down a lot but when they're um they're trying to get to doc and winona in the woods when they're like wrapped up in the trees and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they find Bobo. And they're like trying to figure out like how to get to it or whatever. And they're figuring out and Jeremy goes to hot and is like, well you're the beaver expert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, okay, well, we got the action, so they're gonna chop him down. And Jeremy's like, death to Bobo. Yeah. He's gonna like kill Bobo. And they're like, yeah. no. He was wilding out. It was yeah, so man. good. That's a crazy episode. We can get into that later. Yeah. That's like a very like niche episode. But I want to stay on the one thing you said about Jeremy saying that he was pretty much flawless. There was one question I had, and this uh, doesn't really need an answer, but were we given anything on why he has powers and, and what that he's means? inhuman it was, somehow? It was when he was trapped in the car with his mom for three days, like his dead mom for three days, and like that somehow happened. But he mm-hmm. also says in a previous season, he's like, to no in the season yeah, season the three the fire witch says he's inhuman when she goes in him yeah and also Maeve great Nicole's Maeve is so good yeah amazing, amazing. Yeah, yeah. but Jeremy says to Dolls's friend mm-hmm. who comes to the funeral he's like Black Patch did things to me too you know what I mean uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. so there's like a bunch of different things but he is like an empath because okay. of the car crash with I didn't have mom. an issue with it so, I just felt like they didn't talk about are it we gonna find anything out? out are we gonna find out like he's half angel too right <laughs> <laughs> he's Julian's uh, kid as well. Yeah. But one more Jeremy thing. Um, I love when Waverly like hits a guy or whatever. He's like, since when did you get a finishing move? Yeah. I yeah, love yeah, that yeah. one. It's so good. There's also a great little um fist bump between Jeremy and Waverly. I also love that he calls her his best friend yeah. in the season. That was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. He's just and okay, last thing we'll say because <laughs> Jeremy was killing it, is when he like actually shows movements to use his power and he like grabs his dick he's like yeah. doc <laughs> yeah. i thought that was so, I was so like confused because he's literally like zooming in on his dick and i'm like is that where he feels it yeah. right in his plums like <laughs> wait, wait, that's like in what episode is that uh like 10 or 11 right? he I, says I, I wrote line. it down so i can find it eventually but freaking mave man when she it, turned but... into jeremy she just gets a whole handful dude, of dude <laughs> i was dying at that when she, he's like, like right now yeah. yeah they were both really good at playing mave and i said that in a previous episode where i'm like when anytime anyone gets to play a different character than themselves like they're mm-hmm. like switch and that happens at four. Time. exactly yeah. it's perfection spoiler alert i'm gonna be making some changes to my top four and 
I want to have a game time decision because I'm still not I love it. decided yet. <laughs> okay, so next. <laughs> it's episode 10. Know, dude, this is I thought it was we can't, it, it we can't move away from Jeremy it's, yet. It's okay. episode 10 when he grabs his sack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One thing I noticed is, and tell me if I'm wrong, but I think the writers did a good job of giving Jeremy that power and then not letting him ever meet Jolene. They were never on the screen at the same time, Jeremy and Jolene. She mm-hmm. never gave him the goods. Oh, because, right? Because it, that's because I was questioning the whole time. I was like, I assumed that. That Jeremy was eventually going to meet her, which he never does. Mm-hmm. I was like, he's going to feel all of this, right? right and right, because right. it kind of sidesteps that. So that's what, what I was worried what about. What do they have him doing during Jolene? I can't remember. Jeremy, isn't this? He, I this think he's, he's with, the, the, with guy? the quarterback for most of this episode. Yeah, he's right? probably with Robin. I, yeah. I'm not sure because yeah. the Jolene episode. No, actually, because Jolene the Jolene episode is pre-Christmas. Five. It's episode five. It's pre-Christmas and Robin's actually gone. So I don't know where Jeremy is in that off the top of my head. I was just watching from the whole time to see what he would, That's how a good he point. would read Jolene the demon. Yeah. Because wouldn't that have been something that he would have known? Okay, let's He's got to be Jolene. somewhere because she goes yeah. everywhere. Well, she goes the, to the bar. She get Jolene is literally everywhere. So episode four is when at the end we get introduced to her. So mm-hmm. Jeremy in episode four is when he she gets comes in at the very gets, end. Though. Yeah, he gets introduced to Robin. In episode four. Okay. Okay. Side note about this, which is funny, is that when I was writing my notes, I like didn't really hear Robin's name. So I was just kind of writing them fast as I was watching. My note says, Jeremy needs some ass. Dot, dot, dot. Enter Jeremy. <laughs> and then I went back and like when I reread it today, I'm like, oh my God. I wrote, enter. Like Jeremy's going to suck himself off. Uh, I was writing QB1 as Robin's name. I yeah. love that. I, like that. I immediately I like said that. that I was in for the relationship. But then um, the next time we see Jeremy, I believe after that is then in episode six. Mm-hmm. So he just not in it. Yeah. Like, Christmas. Yeah. When we yeah. get Robin back. And that's actually amazing because mm-hmm. Luke, you're correct. And let's talk about the Jolene episode because it's one of my favorite of the series. So I fell in love with Dom Provo Chalkley who plays Waverly. They have a podcast episode on Tales of the Black Badge. And I've listened to it a million times. They basically just talk about the mindset that they had to get into for this. I mean, it ends in at the end of uh, the previous episode. They're all eating the cakes. It's goofy as hell. You know what I mean? It's really funny. And they yeah. said they were just like laughing their asses off recording that or taping that for, for that whole time. But then they kind of had to do this thing where you separate yourself completely because they're all goofy. There's bar fights. There's this. There's that. But they were like, they had to be, everyone was being mean to them the whole time. Yeah. And and then at the end, when Jolene and Waverly are screaming at each other in their faces, and they said the camera was in their face, like, right here. And that is so intense. Yeah. I mean, Jolene is like depression personified. And it's yeah. such a good episode. They kill it on that podcast episode. I've listened to it four times. It's really good. Anyone who hasn't listened to that, shout out Kevin for the Black Pat. Black Definitely Pat need to listen to that. Is, is yeah. there anything deeper to Jolene saying she was like a twin? So it's supposed to be like when Waverly was born as an angel, there's so much light that they had to counter it with dark. So she was like the evil twin. And I think Jolene tries to tell her she's a changeling, which isn't true. Okay, I wrote that down. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that. Okay, changelings are because she does not know she's an angel at this point. Right. So, yeah, I love that episode. I thought it was so sick how they changed mama. Do you think mama's crazy bananas, but she's actually just like had the demon Jolene on her in the Dude. the whole time. Yeah. So sick. That's and also, I think, the best Winona episode. Which one? Is the Jolene, the Jolene one. Episode oh, yeah. five. Because then the bar fight is great. That's her Cheater, yeah. cheater, <laughs> where do you meet her? And then Mama and Winona in the cell is great. 
when they're like high fiving each other and shit. Yeah. And then Mama says something like, I Mama, over that, dude. <laughs> Mama. Mama. that's like Mama. us from owning a hill house. Hot yeah, Mama. Mama. They're talking about, I guess it's Alice and Mama says like, oh, <laughs> like imagine us like toasted on schnapps at the back of the, <laughs> yeah. of the Christmas play. Like I just love that whole scene together with the two of them. Yeah, I was getting so frustrated and in a good way, like it's the point of it when you would think they're getting there and all of a sudden take another bite. And yes. I'm like, God damn it. But Doc killed me. Every time he took a bite, he was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and she, she even says, like, men are so much easier. Yeah. Like, every other one, you kind of just, like, see it in their eyes. And then they're a little bit. Doc's always just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I hated seeing everyone being mean to yeah. Waverly. Yeah, that I mean, sucks. it was crazy. I that mean, was... that's Jolene's entire thing, right? Her whole life, she was like the darkness, the demon when she just wanted. It's her birthright, she says, you know. Are you saying Jolene or Julian? Jolene. Okay. Sorry. We, we were, I'm I was I was having a little Pam Pan situation. There. <laughs> you Pan? But we figured Pan. it out. Yeah. It's with an M. Are you so, saying Pan? They mentioned it too. I think that they mentioned it in probably the end of season one when Waverly was, or maybe it was probably season two because that's Waverly's like identity crisis kind of thing. She says like we have no pictures of me as a kid, right? Don't they say that that early? Yeah. And it's because. And it's because the mom was ripping them, ripping them all yeah, up. Yeah, 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 and I was yeah. always curious about that because Wavery was just like, I'm jealous of you, Willow. You guys are in all these pictures and I'm not. Yeah. yeah, that was dope. Do you think that was thought of like early enough where I do? And I feel like I've seen a panel where Emily kind of knew her trajectory. Yeah. But fun facts. Zoe Palmer, who plays Jolene, is the main character on Lost Girl, Emily's old show. And. Anna Silk, who plays Kevin, is the lead of Lost Girl, which is really cool. So seeing like oh, so okay. seeing Kevin and Winona in the same scene, it's like Emily Andrews is like two badass leads. I mean, the whole point of Lost Girl is like she's like a bisexual succubus. So she dates Zoe Palmer's character. They're like the love mm-hmm. interest in that show. There's a guy too in the middle of it, but what was it's great. And there's Faye. with Kevin just disappearing and not being anything. She gave him the info and yeah. let and rolled out. She wasn't supposed to like help at all, really. I think. Shout out to Kevin from Black Badge, named literally named after him. Oh. No way. Yeah. Uh-huh. What? They named that character after him. That's awesome. I that know. is, dude. You know you made it when you got that. That I is know. so cool. Yeah. Wow. Cause I mean, obviously they make it into a joke. Like you said, Kevin she goes, Yeah, what of it? Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and then she but, and then there's one part where she's like, Who's that guy? Or something, or like, what guy is that when you when yeah. you're talking about Waverly and Kevin? So will we find out? It seems like there's a difference between Kevin and the men folk and Juan Carlos curse his non-interference curse okay that's we're gonna go here this is like this is like the deep (laughs) plot holes issues because (laughs) they i think it's pretty accepted in the fandom that they just retconned all of all of juan carlo from season one what does that mean retcons means it means they write something in the story that completely contradicts earlier stuff Uh, it's like a rewrite one of the things that Juan Carlo tells dolls right before Juan Carlo dies outside yeah. the church is I used to be a mortal like you yep. before I got my, yep. that's just completely can't, doesn't make sense. That's why I was just saying he wasn't an angel to start this pod, but he guess he is. So yeah. If it's retcon, it works. Yeah. And I think that's totally what it is. And I, that's fine. I'll accept it. Yeah, as, because as, you know. we were saying like the whole thing with season one and two, JC, Juan Carlo, you know, I'm guessing I was like, is he the angel? Is he the dad? And then he's like, oh, I'm a guy. I'm just a guy who got some powers. And then I was like, oh, so maybe angels aren't really in it, you know, and then yeah. they basically say he is. And then his interfering. How thing- come he gets old and, and Julian looks like a hot piece of ass? Dude. Julian's so hot. <laughs> his whole thing, though, about which is this is, I guess, part Preach. of the retcon is that 
Juan Carlos says, I can't interfere. This is like the last, like his little intervention at the end before he died was him slightly interfering. But now Julian can do whatever he wants. He can come out here and murder people, save people, and yeah. do all this. So it's like that whole interfering thing only applied to Juan Carlos. So I guess that's part of the retcon. But it just writing fell apart a little bit when you look back on what they did with Juan Carlos' character. Because yeah. I thought he was part of the best part of the lore. And like, right. what the fuck is this entity that's super cool, part of the Winona Earp universe? But that part didn't really hit once Julian started having all these things about him that didn't vibe with him. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that in the very first two seasons of Winona, before we get the answers to JC, like I literally was like, he's probably the most intriguing part yes, right now I thought of the same Winona. Thing. Oh, his introduction was amazing. Yeah. Juan Carla, you're talking? Dougie P? Yeah. Dougie yeah, yeah. P. When, yeah. when him and Doc on the side of the road, that was great. My yeah. note is Doug Peterson is back, baby. Yeah. I, my my first note for episode 10 is Dougie P looking slick AF with that <laughs> stash. Is he dead? He looks great. I love how they call him Padre, too, not Father. Yeah. Do we want to jump while off this branch? Do we want to just talk about Charlie slash Julian? Because I feel like we've been. Yeah, big there. time. So, what do you guys think of. Okay, first of all, did anyone guess? Up until like that no, episode. No, no, hell no. Not until they literally told you and it flung down or what? Like, until Doc was like, I need his blood. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think there was any the hints hunger. until he literally is re- like, even when he's revived, he's just a guy still and he's still acting like he's Charlie. Yeah, I agree. And with that. only when she touches him again you start to see the flashbacks and he's back did i i go oh okay like i i had no idea i, I guess, love charlie by the way like okay, i thought cool. charlie and winona were fucking great together yeah like he Buttercup. was such a good personality and then when you started getting more about him and he transformed into julian i don't know necessarily that i loved him but i still think he was a great character I don't i'm know. actually not yeah. happy he's dead like, yeah, I no, wanted I more of him. I liked his character a lot. And looking back, it does seem he is very Waverly-esque yeah. in how he acts. Mm-hmm. Him and Winona have that immediate chemistry, but he's like a good guy who does a lot of good stuff. He's not mean in any way. doesn't really say anything negative to anyone, things like that. But if I'm honest, I, but now looking back that the season's finished, the whole relationship between him and Winona is, well, it's just whack looking back now, too, because like, Winona was banging Waverly's dad, oh, yeah, so who was also his, her mom's like love. Oh hell life. yeah, man! Yeah. But it makes sense that he has a crush on Winona, who is like a, identical to yeah, her fucking I mean, mom. They do play that earlier in the season too. That they're like this her mama and Winona are mama. very similar. But I, I that's just like once that realization came out, that was the first thing I thought of was like, okay, Winona I mean, was just banging her mom's love. Oh her my fucking god, Waverly's dad. And also, I think it just threw. Another whole wrench, like it just made everything with Doc also incredibly more confusing. Cause, like, we have the initial scene where they bang at Christmas, and then Winona and Doc, I believe, they have the whole like delusion episode where they're yeah. in the, where they're banging, they, but they're not. Nine, and they're like ten, banging, yeah. but not. And they're like not together, but you can tell they like really care about each other. And it's probably yeah. a little bit more than friendship. Okay. And then, but then at the end, when like we just come she's in mad and, again and, that's and, it. and he's <laughs> like she's mad again of course yeah. yeah and then we walk into uh charlie fixing the lawnmower in the barn and then winona basically is like well i got bigger shit to do so he gets a little butthurt about it but she's like oh we can just start banging again in the spring and i was like well how what do you mean by <laughs> that? that like you and doc oh, just had yeah. this fucking vision quest moment where you guys <laughs> yeah. were like so i just like it's just confusing to me i don't get i guess it's purposely like that it's really interesting because i've seen this episode maybe five times now five six times and 
I didn't realize that the banging wasn't part of the vision quest. The banging happened. I was always like, oh, they didn't actually fuck. They were just, but they did. They fucked Nicole Salt, like went in and was like, oh shit, kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Put some clothes on. What am I going to tell Waverly? And then when they're getting them out of the trees, Nicole's like, yeah, they're having sex. And we were like, I thought you said they were fighting or whatever. Yeah. Or but I mean, yeah, they're physically doing it, but they're clouded over. Well, well, and just going through the motions of the, what they're still of the delusion. The, yeah, yeah. You know no, I, I mean? think they actually bang and then he's like when they fall asleep bullshard's like let's fucking go Snap. no i thought the whole point was that he does it and then she walks in after i'm pretty sure he blows the stuff in their face and then she walks in after when the whole delusion it's is tricky. started i don't know but either way i agree well real, you real, live through a vision I, I quest guess, like there's one thing where you can have like a like a toxic confusing relationship but this felt like just almost bad writing almost where it was like we had no chance to like understand like i I have a note where i i think it's i don't even remember what episode it is it might even be episode 11 or 10 where i wrote like did i skip an episode like what like oh yeah (laughs) when when charlie's working the lawnmower and then she hugs them like she's like just hold me or whatever things like that and i'm like did i miss something yeah like we just got out of the vision quest delusion episode i think the biggest thing is we were already dealing with the doc and dolls thing and yeah it was almost allowable because they had so much history both at the same time they're both kind of meeting at the same time and they're both and then we're annoyed about that triangle and then all of a sudden why not just decides you're a hot dude and i'm gonna add you to the triangle like it just (laughs) makes it confusing and it seems like not like a pointless conflict but it's just like did we need it i think we're i mean too much into this because i agree that we we kind of beat it to death of what we think about these love but let me yeah let me just go before i'm pretty sure we're done talking about mama so i have a question about mama before we go to the next was she purposely written off? Like, was there some reason to not have her in this season or is just how it was in this season? She literally she starts in. in the beginning and then says, I'm going to go find Julian and never shows up again for the entire season. Well, I'm not going to answer be. that. Yeah, I thought that was by design. design. Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm asking is, is there a reason why they just wanted to get rid of her for? So for I how- would think that it's the, all the whole Julian Charlie involvement. Like they can't exist in the same scene like right cannot, so there's no she'd be oh, like, makes sense. So she'd be like my meant, boy that's my yeah, boy yeah, yeah, but what exactly. I, so what i meant was like was there any like behind the scenes thing no, where they're so just like oh she's done too like dolls was done she's actually like they love her to death and is a pretty famous actress in canada i think and it was like a good get to get her for that and i'm not gonna say anything more she's great i agree yeah. she's a badass she was a she came out of nowhere too like there's that whole personality shift i liked it but uh, I, I want to stay one more thing on Charlie, because one of the things I was complaining about at the end of last podcast was I hated how dolls just did that whole thing where he murdered all the firemen. Yes. And then when I said that, you guys were saying, like, did he? Like, yeah, was there any left? Like, what yeah. the heck are you talking about? And then that confused the shit out of me because I didn't know what was right. And then they did a great little mini one liner when yeah. they gave Charlie's backstory. And he's like, OK, I lost a lot of yeah, good he men. says. We lost a lot of good men. I was like, okay, I appreciate that. I don't know yeah. about everybody else. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm a sucker for like consistent writing. Yeah, like that. right. Yeah. So let's talk about that real quick because I need to make sure I understood. So Charlie, I guess Julian originally left. He got kicked out by Ward. Ward literally pushes him out of the triangle. And then he lost his memory or no, he still had his memory then when losing, he was outside the ghost river triangle. No, no. Leaving the triangle made him lose his memory and he was wandering. He and said then he saw 
Waverly step outside for a second, which was a huge, like basically yes. to make sure she's not a revenant. Remember when? Yeah. Last season. Yeah. And that, that was like a signal fire to him. Who's like, okay, what is that? I'm going towards it. And when he comes back, he just kind of wanders in. Okay. It's kind of like I'm, how he, when they showed up at the greenhouse, he was like, how do we get here? Yeah. And he's like, uh, I just, I just turned left or turn right or when we're here. Yeah. No, you I'm know? good with that. I just wanted yeah. to clarify because that's what my cool. understanding yeah. was. And I'm good with all that. And I think that was really well written. Yeah. yeah. I think that was perfect. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to say some things that we haven't touched on. So last episode, the very last scene is dolls giving Nicole that weird look in the car. Yeah. And everyone was like, well, what was that vibe? Was that like a mean vibe? Is that like a what kind yeah. of vibe is that? It was that Nicole was a survivor of Cold of Bullshar back in the day, like a, kind of like a lone survivor type deal. What did you guys think of that? And what, he was like recognizing it or, or he was helping no, he her was figure helping it her. out? He Why was giving is he giving her the, the files? look, though? I don't, I don't still. I just think the look was like it's secretive. Like she doesn't want people to know. So it was him being like, I got it. you. Yeah. And that's yeah. like when he dies, I like that. She's like, I have keys to his place. We have yeah. a working relationship. Now I was easy to read it now as like worry concern. Like everyone else is celebrating while the two of them know that like there's more to it. There's bigger stuff down. out there. Yeah. yeah that they, they're kind of have already moved past to where they're now like, what's the next mission? Kind of. I was shocked that it got wrapped up in episode one. I was going to say, I feel like it didn't pay off enough for it to be for me to care. So I think that the payoff is it gives a little bit more backstory to Nicole. Her parents suck. Nedley is like a second father to her. And that was Nedley. Was, the Nedley yeah. thing was my takeaway from that. That exactly. was a good reveal. Yeah. Okay. So we'll dive into the the gnome wife episode is a favorite of mine. Them being drunk is so dumb and stupid. I love it to death. They're, well, their only one of them incredible. drunk though. Well, right. Yeah. But Nicole being yeah. drunk is fucking. Every hilarious. time she's drunk, she's doing it for me. Yeah. Every episode seven is a drunk Winona Nicole episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh. So because last time it was Nicole getting drunk for Winona at the bar. Yeah. With the revenant at strip club, right? Yeah, and then the one before was them getting drunk in the morgue, being like that ass is top oh, shelf. Oh yeah, and yeah. she says it again this season about yeah, her top ass. Top shelf. Okay, so there's a line why Nona says like I'm the girl with the big ass gun, and now she didn't have the gun, oh, so she yeah, goes, yeah. I'm just the girl with the big ass ass, and she's like, she's like, girl, and she's like, yeah, them boots is tight. Yeah. <laughs> top shelf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's good trivia. Stuff. What's the name of the strip club? Pussy Willows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. All right, so. That's Nicole. I love that. I love her and Nedley. We get some more good stuff of them next season. Yeah. Um, she had a really good season. Uh, she, I think she had a really good season with Waverly. Agreed. I, think I didn't necessarily care that much about her by herself. I think that Nicole is constantly fighting being an outsider. And I think the Jolene up did a good thing of that, kind of bringing back the how she feels like she wasn't in the loop before because Jolene's like oh yeah the girls are just off doing something I guess they didn't tell you and she's like those bitches yeah. <laughs> don't, you know? take, don't take that as like no, I totally. know you have a personal connection no. to and Nicole I Waverly I don't like dislike Nicole at all I think she she is she's pretty flawless but the thing is there's nothing that's making me elevate her to I love this character. okay listen episodes one through six of next season are Nicole episodes. Cool. It right, is right. so sick. She's done no wrong in my eyes. I just don't think that she is in my top four. And she grows her hair out. Oh, oh yeah. That was my telling only me issue about that her. since season one. I'm <laughs> <laughs> saying Nicole is a hot girl. Yeah, but I mean, girl. she was rocking the short hair, and I usually don't like. I'm not a big yeah, short I hair fan redheads. usually, but yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I don't. Know. I feel like I was honestly even in the small subplot of her becoming sheriff. I was really invested in that i Agreed. Yeah. wanted to see her get the promotion i like how the city councilwoman was just a piece of shit yeah right 
Wait, wait. Yeah, Bun Bun. Okay, Jan Arden is a Canadian legend. Like, she is a very famous singer in Canada. Like, very, very okay. famous. She has a new show on Hulu called Jan. Like, they gave her Jan Arden. Wow. Bunny Lobble is in season four, and she's incredible. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I did not think she was Yes, she's yeah. fucking awesome. But that's just, she's just like a homophobic piece of shit. Oh, my love, God. Love yeah. her. Love her to death. Um, okay, next. Kate, we didn't really dive into it. How do we feel about Doc having a secret vampire wife? I don't have a strong opinion on Kate. Yeah, I don't either. I like her, like the role that she plays outside of being Doc's wife because it just further muddies the romantic waters that I thought personally they didn't do a great job of writing. Yeah. We've talked about that a lot. I liked her, like the tarot cards. Tarot cards. I like that whole shit. See, I agree with you where my favorite Kate stuff is when she's with Winona. Yeah, you exactly. know, like when when she takes the gun and she's like, you palmed it or whatever. And then they go to the salt witch area. And I forget what she says about like choosing your own death. I yeah. like, really like those scenes. I think Kate's a badass. The flashbacks of Kate and Doc yeah, that's make me so mad. Say. Doc's such a piece of shit. He's like, you yeah. playing games with my girl. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, go out to kill this. Bitch. Well, not in the Bullshard meeting. Like, that was fine. Well, that was yeah. fine. But he's also like, is that the first time Doc ever met? Bullshard. Yeah. Yes. That, that whole area is like the spark of it all. Yeah. When he was just sheriff, a mortal sheriff. Yeah. I think this season leans more into the fact that Doc's flawed. Oh my god. Than any other season, mm-hmm. you know, so Hell far. Yeah. I can't wait for you guys to see next. And this is a good time to say we're covering season four. Every two, two episodes. Parts. Yeah. Two, 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 two. two. We're oh, oh six we're parts. doing six parts. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. yeah. Me. The people have spoken. Yeah. Okay, another one. Well, one wait, wait, okay, last wait. thing I want to say about Kat, Kate, 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 and why is he called Countessa? Countessa? So, okay, so Countessa, this is my confusion. Count is it's, a vampire. Vampire thing, yeah. Countessa, but he was been calling her that as if he he used to call her that. Well, she is Bulgarian royalty. Okay. Her backstory. I don't the know European if it's family, exactly. or is it the... but Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her family in Europe. She was royalty. Okay. And she's like, I know what you're thinking, like. Someone like me with my skin or whatever, like just easily would get written out of history. Oh, that's why, like, yes. when it's like, well, like has a little bit of a look, and she's like, they just, you know, I mean, people, I basically, thought, white people wrote history on black. Yeah, and be in it. I thought the scene with Winona and Kate was in, awesome. Yeah, it was awesome mm-hmm. when they're just sitting there and she, they bring out the drinks, and then the what is it? The Stone Witch shows up. That's when. Yeah, that's, that's, exactly. that's the interruption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looked hot in the flashback again. The Stone Witch. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say when, when she's fucking barbecued. Even hotter at the barbecue. <laughs> I mean, it's sad. Like Kate wasn't a vampire. Obviously, Doc got sent to a mortal wellness, and she became immortal to find him. And then she gets nothing for that. I mean, he was a dick to her, but like, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I thought that was a, I thought that was a good backstory. Two people becoming immortal, one trying to find the other, the other probably just absolutely forgetting the other. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mm-hmm. think that I, they say like, you know how much opium we smoked? Like, yeah, but he also feel- says to her, like he got sick and she left. Yeah, that happened first. Yeah. Because like, Winona even says to her, like, you abandoned him. Yeah. And she explains right. herself. Mm hmm. I think that uh, this is kind of totally switching gears here. Like at the end of that Christmas episode, when Doc is just like fed up because she didn't need him, he wants to be needed so bad. And when she looks at him as like, I need you, he's like, do it. Fucking do it. I, he just wants someone to I meet him. I wasn't expecting him to become a vampire at all. Yeah. I at first I was like, oh no. Yeah. But then he also plays it later in the season where like it's packaged as I did this for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Which 
felt a little odd because definitely didn't get that vibe when it happened. It's not like it didn't feel like, I guess you could argue that he felt like, yeah, like he wasn't needed because Hare and Charlie did the work, got the kids back. So then he went to go make himself a vampire. Yeah. So that he was more useful to Winona. And I like but you how... didn't get that vibe from the no. scene. Yeah. I did like the speech or whatever that he gives her when he says, like, I did this for you and for Alice so that I'm immortal. If anything happens to you, nothing's happened to Alice. I'll be here. Well, listen, I think that that porch scene is some of the best acting so far. Yeah. Thus yeah. far, them screaming is like running out of road. You are <laughs> running out of road. And then when he's like, Don't you do this? It took me till this time since we've been talking about vampires so much recently her to be like, you're not welcome in our home anymore yeah, to I be didn't... a literal vampire role. Like yeah. you cannot come in because vampires must be invited into places. I did not understand that yeah, until I this viewing. I mean, they're going really with the whole you can't take pictures, so the, totally the glamour, yeah. like all the other rules. Yeah. Like they don't care about being out and during the day rule yeah. like that thing. They don't care about the killing the, the vampire that turned. They say something like that's a yeah. myth. That's yeah. a myth. And then the whole, um, I guess they added that they only heal at night. Yeah, because that the was one cool. night didn't happen. Yeah, the so night didn't happen. It's up. like Iceland, man. Yeah, it was really <laughs> funny when um they're in the barn and it's towards the end. And I don't remember what it is. Oh, it's um, Nicole's hurt. Yeah. And then I think it's Winona is like Waverly's alone in the house. Like, go. And he's like, I can't. You need to give me permission. And she's like, you have permission. And then he runs out. That Uh was really funny. Well, speaking of that, Bobo loves jazz, which I thought you would just love. Yeah. If we're going to talk about Bobo, I did because that's some. It led because she goes, Waverly's up there with Bobo. And I just thought Kyle would love that Bobo was into jazz. I really like those scenes. That was Robin. Yeah. Me too. I just am very disappointed with where they went with Bobo. Okay, it, so I will say I completely agree with the last thing that happened to Bobo sucked and was unsatisfying. Yeah. But everything else before that, I was still sticking by. He is the most entertaining. His he every time he's talk he's on the screen and he's talking about his past. Yeah, he's it's so integral. It's just like he is way better to me than Bullshar ever was in yeah. any way. He's it's, just so fucking great. And I hate that he didn't get redeemed because the path was late. When the revenants left him yep. in the box, the path was late. That could have been the last straw that made him turn full good. Yep. And I get that his whole thing was he he wanted to do this and then have Waverly set him free the way that she could. But my God, still, I'm still sticking by like he's he's incredible. Be in my top four. Mm-hmm. He's my favorite character, probably. Maybe. I but think Jesus, his I was, endings kind of sucked a little bit. I was literally down with Bobo, probably just because I liked his actor and how he was being portrayed acting in season one. You guys didn't even like him then. And then when he gets the <laughs> okay, backstory the of season one and then he gets yeah. the backstory and you're like, damn, he's the man. And I still agree. Like, I love Bobo. And that's why I was upset, because it just seemed like Luke said they're planting all these seeds that he's going to be good. And then it was like, boom, another heel turn where he's just like. I'm a piece of shit again, and I'm going to screw all you guys, and I'm killing your dad, Waverly, and then you can kill me, and if I'm done. If he didn't kill the Charlie, it would have been better. Because, like, he would have died. Like, he could have laid on the, the whole, I'm faking this, so Waverly will set me free and stuff. But, like, the way he did that, I just kind of... Yeah, I mean, my looking at my notes from the finale episode, it says Bobo's in the homestead, like, when we Waverly shoves the door and he's sitting there. And then I'm like, but he isn't actually bad, question mark. Like, <laughs> he's playing both sides yeah. like, to die is what I, it came down to. But I was kind of like, is he, like, good right now? Is he bad right now? Like, I don't... Should have been good. But I guess he was always playing his own side, technically. Yeah, I just... So it does make sense. I would have just thought that they would have... Uh, there's a lot of bets that I that I would have made and lost for this season. 
And uh, I would have thought Boba would have lasted till season four. So, okay, here's what I'll say. I never thought Boba was going to turn good ever when I was watching. Um, I loved that a character that's pure bad, mostly for me. I'm like, Boba is bad. Except to Waverly. I love that he had that like Achilles heel for Waverly. And I think that's what Waverly. he's never Waverly. I also just think his mannerisms are just perfect. Like the bite he does like oh, that. Well, that's the whole thing. It's actually hands. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. The, him tapping on the glass and just being like, mm, like they let me just listen. Dropped the whole plot line with him being Magneto. But like except whatever. they will he No, he did it in. at the end to kill Wait, Julian. He, he took the and takes the sword. Yeah, yeah, the sword yeah, you're in. right. You're right. Yeah. So I thought they handled him perfectly. Of course, the only thing I, I will say I don't really get is Waverly touching their face and they die. I don't really know about that. But like, what is she doing by doing that? Just just burning their face or is there like sucking their soul? Well, like, she's what's an going angel on? and she has a yeah, ring on. But, I'm OK. But with anyway, that. I, I love Bobo. I think that was perfect. I think he was fucking incredible. Michael Clint is like it made really it even way, It made it even more powerful about the whole my angel thing like from the first yeah. season like we I mean My that's angel. the fucking best thing ever we i was fine with it not even being directly an angel because it was yeah. the whole yeah. like time loop thing with winona and it just got even better that's probably the best consistent plot line yes. throughout Is the first Bobo's throughout connection the whole show with yeah and that yes, they planted the 100%. season one with the angel and then we get the flashback into the and then, of and then him being the dad, but then yeah, not really. and then we get the vision quest from winona saying yeah. her name is Waverly to him, and then that name gets planted in him, which then the best she's actually it's an angel it's yeah. literally my That's, favorite think, it's my favorite plot line of the whole show is, yeah. is everything connected with bobo did. once we get to the second so, half of season did. one how when they <laughs> show the flashback where he is the man and he pretty much goes to war and he's like you're a piece of shit and if you mess with waverly i'll kill you yeah why is he strong enough to threaten ward is it because they already had their deal you know because he like pulls the gun in it's kind of burning them like before and i thought the whole point was he can't do that to peacemaker no thought- no he's done that before to peacemaker he's stolen peacemaker and it burns him but he's like tough enough to, like, oh, okay hold so yeah and he holds the gun yeah, he's just like i'll yeah. kill you so i guess ward's just a, a wuss because why not what it has been like yeah all right up. bro <laughs> i think he's just a pussy and bobo is Oh, such a good big bad like he he I wish he was ever the big bad. He's really not ever. He's just season like one kind of. But yeah. No, yeah, I don't even want him to be the big bad. Really, Luke wants him good. It's better that he's dark gray. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Gray. I've he's never so heard that. Dark in my life. Gray, he's he, not like, he was gray until that last scene yeah. of this season. Then he switched a little bit more to the dark side. I'm kind of glad Julian died. I think I don't think he has a place in season four. Now that I've seen season four, I don't think there's a place for him. I think that now Waverly is the half angel yeah. and she's like has to own that on her own. Yeah. I think that's like a good. And also it's better that there's no like with the whole winding and banging him thing. It also lets mama come back into the show. Potentially. Yeah. I feel like there was just like going to be a lot of yeah, logistical totally. bullshit with that. Mm-hmm. So I liked him a lot as a character. Yeah. Me too. He was a so, great guy. Very attractive man. Yeah. Agree. Very, very attractive man. So Luke and Kyle as the rooks, do you guys think Waverly will actually look like an angel at any like point? Wings? Like he does. Yeah. Or do you think that she's just Waverly with some powers? She's got the ring. <laughs> I have no guess. I'm just, I don't know. Yeah. Probably. Just one I think wing she'll, I think she'll probably. Yeah, well, that's the statue. Yeah, that's what I was also like. Wait, she really? Be, she's, yeah, that's the statue. It has it, one wing? It has one wing. Oh. I think so, yeah. And she's, <laughs> she's Sephiroth, dude, the one-winged I, I'm, angel. Fuck that dude in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, he's so hard, but I did it, dude. <laughs> I, I I think it, it seems like we're headed the route where she will probably have wings. Yeah, I think something with the Garden of Eden will probably did. make her yeah. fully I'm turn. Garden of Eden. 
There's a line in episode 10 that says that Waverly will turn to stone when she takes her father's rightful place and sits on the throne. (laughs) Yeah, I just said, huh? That's a hot yeah. that's, well, that's the, like, what is that? That's mean? the whole like but, you're sacrificing that's yourself. That's what Kevin told everyone. her. Kevin was like, yeah, 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 yeah. you're good. But you'll, so you'll I assume but that was what, instead of if you don't kill Bolshar because they killed Bolshar. So now she's it's fine. Is that what the end okay, game was listen, for the season? I think that Julian and Juan Carlo were protecting the Garden of Eden. And now that Bolshar is gone, that just means the revenants are gone. So yeah, there could be other many demons out there. Yeah, but what and I was saying is so there's still like someone still needs to take the throne or take the guard or take whatever. So I think that's what. So who I'll had it before? It could have Carlo, been, well, not, but they weren't. Well, it says her father's place. Eden. Take she's your now, father's yeah, place. She's now in the Garden of Eden. Yeah. They have never seen it. Bolshar even says that right. yeah. you've never even been in there. And they yeah. say that about the Garden of Eden, if you're non-mortal, it it fucks you up. Yeah. So right? why, yeah, that was the other question I had. Why was Doc able to go in? I'm assuming that's going to be an obstacle. He's undead. So well, I thought the whole she... point was you have to be mortal. Like I literally thought that oh, was the I th- point. I didn't know it was the barrier to get in. I thought it was you're getting fucked up when you get in there. If you are not hmm. mortal, I didn't. I might have uh, missed that. I thought that Winona says that Bolshar had to get rid of the curse, so he's now mortal, so he can go in. Oh, you I might be it, right. That sounds, and that's right. why she said you can't go in the dock. But I don't. Maybe it is just like you'll some bad will happen. But also with the dock thing, he got out of the the holy rope. So is he starting to become less vampire? And that's why he was allowed to pass in. <laughs> that's another thing. How Winon is like. Where have you been? He's like, well, bro, you put the holy, the holy <laughs> yeah, water yeah. rope around me. I know me. it's supposed to be a joke, yeah. but at that point of the season where yeah. I'm at with Winona, I'm like, dude, shut up. <laughs> yeah. like, I thought that final Winona Bolshar fight was awesome. I loved her anointing. Look at her dodging the fucking <laughs> questions we're trying to get. Yeah, right? She doesn't want to say anything about Well, I anything. will say, though, like, I thought that the last two apps were strong for Winona. Thank Very you. strong. I did Thank think you. so. And I Thank you. And I, take that, I take that personally. Especially the way. outfits I she think was we wearing. Do, we need to spend like a couple minutes here talking about Bullshore from front to back. So I want to know. I think you two lead. Sweet hats. So. Let's, let's literally talk about. Okay. We can talk about from kind of the dinner they have when they capture her for fealty on. Winona gets captured by the Revenants or like dolling her up. It's like a funny get. By the way, I just wanted to say Mercedes is back. Incredible. She's yeah, awesome. so true. Oh my She's god, I was so, so happy amazing. To see her. For anyone, this is crazy if you're listening to this and hasn't seen it yet. But Danny Kind is a treasure who plays her. She's a lead on Working Moms on Netflix. Fucking awesome show, five seasons, so fucking good. And she's absolutely savage, just like Mercedes in that show. It's it's fiction, but it's not like sci-fi. It's just like yeah. a, whatever. But she's a great actress. She's she's amazing. Awesome. Yeah, I, like I feel like she has really like she elevated the role of. Mercedes. Well, that's what it like, is, right? Way more than it probably looked like on the page. Yeah, and I agree. And in season four, she's like, she flourishes. Oh, that's great. I'm happy <laughs> to hear <know> that. <laughs> yeah. And when, when Waverly heals her, she's like, Waverly Earp, you beautiful lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, that got a, that got a, like a belly laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so good. She's such like a bitch, is all I can like explain. Yeah. <laughs> and her and my other being yeah. friends is so yeah. funny. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So, anyway. Mercedes is there as his wife and she's just rolling with it. She's like, yeah. listen, I have. And when she's like, no m- truffle, <laughs> no truffle mashed potatoes are going to waste on my watch. Yeah. It's so funny. She's, she's so like, stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. she's like, don't tell him I ate the potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid. But I actually did like that scene. I mean, it's kind of corny. Like they're all there. It's like, just fucking kill her. What fealty just murder. Her. But I did like that. Bolshar and her can't touch. My yeah. question is, 
when she steps up to him and he kind of shies away, is that what turns the revenants to her side? I was slightly confused. I might have just like misheard or something of like why they were then helping her. Because I know that they realize that like he's using them. He benefits from Winona or the heir and the revenants being against each other. But like why? Plus he caused them to be revenants. The whole thing is she explains that they want to not be revenants. They want the curse to be gone as much as she does. So join her and get rid of Bolshar and we're good. Yeah. You know? Okay. I like it better when we just said it right there than I did thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah, I was just a little confused and the same thing of like, uh, I don't know how I feel about this. I think she, I mean, she also a little bit better. Yeah. yeah, She also says like, if you stay with Bolshar, he's going to destroy the world and you will die too. And yeah, the curse is gone, but you're dead. It's over. If you join me, you know, you're not a revenant and you can live your life. And she has that one long hair guy revenant. That's kind of like the curly one, the gay one. He's like my the the one who's doing her hair with the Hawaiian. Yeah. The one who was doing her hair is gay because he basically says something like, um, my sister was dating the man I wanted to be. Oh, with, that's so like true. That. Yeah, that's yeah, so yeah, true. And that's what he's doing her hair. Like he's supposed to be. Well, like she gay. says something later <laughs> when the, she's letting him into the homestead, like something like giving him props for her hair. Yeah, the curls. Yeah. Speaking of appearances, too, Bolshar's tie is tied so terribly. Yeah, it really is. It's very loose and the like, knot is awful. Yeah, it's loose and off center and stuff. Yeah. He's, he's got to be. It took me this long to realize he just looks like the man in black. Oh, yeah, really? he looks like the man in black and Freddy Krueger. Yes. Like, yeah. yes, yeah, he does. That's perfection. Yeah, that that's is perfection. Like. Okay, so then we get down the line. The revenants on her her side, whatever. Um, so Wyona gets the crew and drugs them. What do you think? Like, do you think that up to the final count? Yes. Do you think that's that fine. that was okay? Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you guys weren't like what the fuck because I really love the whole back and forth with her and Waverly about being like, you know, I'm your backup. Like, yeah. I love that. Why is not the chosen one? Waverly's the chosen one. Yeah, I that's... like that she didn't yet end up drugging Waverly. She was never going to. Like, yeah. it wasn't her whiskey was yeah. not drugged. Yeah, but it just I don't um... think it was whiskey, bro. I think this one was clear. When they were doing the, it's always whiskey. No, no, brother. I'm pretty sure. Let's go back, dude. It was oh. clear. Definitely. It was clear, brother. So, brother. Then it's so tequila. This leads yeah, up to they their, like tequila. This leads up to the fight right by the stairs, right? Yes. Quick question: Why was there ever explicitly said why Winona was the only one of everybody? I think you have to be like worthy, it. like but the, Jeremy the Thor's hammer. And, well, he's he's worthy. And he's Nicole saw it. Yeah, I love when she's like, "Are you hovering?" Just like <laughs> that Thor's such hammer. A funny scene. Yeah, like you have to be worthy. It's like and Jonathan. Everyone's worthy, but Winona. Well, no, I don't think Doc can see it at one point either. At I, one, mean, I mean, he walks up. He walks yeah, but up that's it. later. I, I think both, it changes. Okay, so, it does because it, it comes into play obviously in season four freaking again. Waverly standing up there, like Winona turns around, she's like, "You're levitating right <laughs> <Yeah>. now." <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to gloss over the fact that you said Waverly's the chosen one because she should have been the chosen one from the very beginning. From season one, she's just she, the one. She not. What? Well, she always felt like she's like, no, well, like I know not like the literal fight oh, yeah, with the, yeah, with the, the first, barber. That's the first episode. The barber yeah. is like, tick tock, tick tock, forgiven or not. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I want to be the chosen one. Yeah, like, I do all this work. She should be the chosen one. She's the best. I mean, she's the one who deserves <laughs> to be the chosen one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also now excited, I think, to see how Winona deals with that. I mean, guess Winona has now been dubbed like the protector, the guardian. The guardian. Yeah. And is the sword. Like the sword is peacemaker, right? Yeah, yeah. And it stayed a sword at the end, right? For now, so this is not a question for Kathleen. 
Like, are we thinking it's it's a sword? Nah, Peacemaker's got to come back, dude. Make your peace, bro. Yeah, I would hope it's... It still could be called Peacemaker. I would hope yeah, it's still a gun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but also, there's some nice sword. moves with it, but at the same time, I feel like it has to be a gun. She saw Princess Bride like 70 times. So they have the angel sword and they have Peacemaker sword. Which they're both angel swords because the Peacemaker right, right. was Juan Carlos' right. guardian sword. Yeah. That That's so sick. They turned into Peacemaker and yeah. then Julian has his. And so is the basis of this entire curse, this entire show is correct me if I'm wrong. because I want to know, make sure I understand this. It was that Bullshar was an entity that is not mortal. He he was existed in the in the Garden of Eden and escaped. Right. He's yeah. the serpent that escaped yeah, from serpent. Adam and Eve's garden. I thought that yeah. was the whole thing, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah the whole That's, time he's the serpent. Yeah. yeah. So they found and out then he wants Juan to go Carlos. back. That was it. Right? And like, he wants to go back and take it over. Yeah. And he's living through all these times and he was not the sheriff. He was the, uh, no, he was the sheriff. Yeah, the sheriff. And then they gave Wyatt the original peacemaker. So Juan to... Carlo and Julian picked Wyatt as the chosen one. Originally they gave right. him yeah. peacemaker and say, go kill him. Okay. So that, but then the curse wrong. was Bolshar's stone, witch. stone, witch wife, because they put Bolshar in the ground. Okay. Like as revenge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like basically, obviously Winona is the new Wyatt. Yes. Waverly is now the new Juan Carlos slash Julian. So now, question to the boys: the Why the fuck the sucks? Did Kathleen <laughs> say to us at the end of the last podcast? Don't you guys just hate Wyatt? Do you remember? Well, when she yeah, said but that she then? got it no, wrong. No, no. She meant Ward. That's why we were screwed up. Is that what you meant? Unless you're unless you're really spoiling two <laughs> seasons above. Total season four. <laughs> yeah, spoiler. because literally. Uh, so can I was, we make I've been the, thinking we make about the that so much that what? she just yeah. made. Like I'm going to take a picture and put it on Instagram. Dude, I'm like not going to lie. The that's, episode that's, card. that's been sticking with me Dude, since every single episode. That has been in my I've head. Watched. But I yes. took it as this season showed really how much of a piece of shit Ward was. So I thought maybe she just said it wrong. As good. As good. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying I think she just messed up. And she can't tell us. Right. Yeah. Because. <laughs> they don't do they don't do too much of the whole wards of pos until season three like you yeah. see in season one and two he's really really hard on willa and things like that and you get the glimpses of him being a drunk and that's why the mom strayed and that's also why Bobo had to threaten him to take care of waverly too like right you're fucking but then season now. three they're just like he's drunk he hits you like yeah. he was majorly awful so like i was thinking that's what kathleen meant but i plead the fifth <laughs> i wish she could just answer because that would just make me feel so much better but now yeah. I, you're i think you're right she yeah. probably meant ward yeah. i i think that that's something that i'm looking forward to in season four so i'm, I'm looking, looking forward, forward to it, it. I, i'm looking forward to that. i hope that i uh, made you wait on that one yeah. I, um, I just hope we get a little more of why i'm surprised we haven't gotten more yet because i feel like now that Winona has always been the heir, and the heir kind of lets like Ward come into play a little bit, Willa, because they were like heirs, kind of. But now with like the title of like the guardian and getting the sword, like what's happening to her is the same exact thing that happened to Wyatt. Right. No yeah. other Earp heirs. So I hope that whole connection comes into play more. Cause I'm sure that like Waverly might get access to knowledge. Like there's got to be someone that has knowledge now. Yeah. Beyond maybe, I guess, Juan Carlos' journal. Because it might, they might have just breezed through it quickly to right. find out the info. But I'm I glad feel we're like doing I would like them to explore that. I'm glad two, we're doing two, two. six parts because I, I could talk for another two hours about the season. Yeah, so. yeah. I I'm, I'm that makes me so happy. And and this season packs a punch. Like we could talk at length per episode, like magician style. We well, we didn't do that, but we, we did, did two, do two. one. Oh, yeah. we did two. Yeah. two? We it? did one one for a couple, but oh yeah, Apocalypse I will now. say, and and you guys. Correct me if I'm wrong or agree or disagree. You're wrong. I do think the, 
I do think that the smaller plot hole issues got better this season. There's still plot holes, but I think in yeah. one and two, I was constantly just like this, that, this, no, that. Agree, there's agree. bigger ideas now than there were back then, I feel like. There's yeah. like bigger things at play, so you're not picking. The only thing the that I noticed, and I don't know if I'm even getting this right, but there's a scene where she puts Peacemaker up to Bullshar, and he goes, I'm not a revenant. It won't work for me and i was like but i thought literally the whole point is any demon any monster it will do it she well, also uses the peacemaker as a litmus test for for charlie and it doesn't glow which right. i was like okay that kind of yeah love that. and wait wait say it i know wait, exactly wait, what you're gonna say you can say it then what are you gonna let's say it on three no i'm not hit the one two three dude she loves it one two three Angels are fallen demons. I wasn't gonna say. Oh, okay. <laughs> How you did you possibly? I have you said, said that. that no, I said he yeah. was gonna say those no, words. No. So in I the same beat. So my whole <laughs> thing with Waverly was that I was saying that the devil was an angel, right? That happened. Well, that's yeah. exactly what you just said. Demons are fallen angels. Yeah, yeah, not all though. I think only the devil is right if you yeah. go in by faith. And that was my whole thing about like, are we bringing angels in because we he, Bobo says we're kin. Ooh, this is a perfect transition. But wait, I raised my hand for the point of Luke, because I know you're going to, you probably have a note on this. It went blue again. Wait, wait, when? When does it turn blue? Who is she pointed at when it turns blue this season? Um, It's not Charlie, because it doesn't glow at all when she points at Charlie. It's Bolshar when she points it at his chest, right? In the, in the, in the delusion, I think. I think it's in the delusion. Oh, okay. So in in Bullshar's thing with Winona and you Dante know when the door's alive. behind him and he's she's like, oh, I think yeah, it yeah. did work. Yeah, I'm you're sure right. When that she points, it, it goes it blue. Does, yeah. yeah, but we don't have any correlation yet. There's nothing. Yeah, one is Willa. Yeah, two is Waverly. When Winona's like, really holding it, yeah, which is do interesting. It, do it. Now we know that Peacemaker better work for our angel Waverly. Because didn't it, it dry shot a couple times this season? That was because early they were explained that they ran out of money and they didn't have bullets left. She's like, come on, baby, don't embarrass yeah. me from the big man. Yeah, the bad man. That was because in the beginning they're like, Dolls is gone, no more black badge. We don't have any bullets. Gotcha. Okay. And then that's why they're like wrangling up some shit and dock at one Speaking point. Of bullets, like, Nicole with wooden bullets. Yeah. Badass. Yeah. yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do. I love anytime Nicole's like, This is purgatory, baby. I've got lots of shit in my bag. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like she is a beast of a human being yeah. just being a badass. So is Nedley. Yeah. Nedley had this whole closet of all the fucking oh, supernatural yeah. shit. Nedley like, yeah, was great this season, except I did not like his changing of dialogue. Like he does the weird quips now. Like in the end of the season. Oh, like how about when he's like, I watched all these people get murdered and then I binge watch a season of Pretty Little Liars. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was actually fine with that. I, think that <laughs> I love that. He's canon. Nedley loves Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. His Mambo number five line was really good, though. Yeah, yeah Mambo <laughs> number six. <laughs> Two yeah, quick shit. notes. One quick note. Menstrual Angel. Yeah. What? Tampon funny. Angel. Yeah, Tampon Angel. Was oh, funny. Amazing. I love where he was like, I didn't know there were tampons when I made it. Like, yeah. so fucking cute. So sweet. And then I'm going to put you on the... on the. Do it yeah, now. Do it, do it now. Do it now. Rock. The two quick notes are no, you guys don't have to retort, but I think one is the homestead environment looks beautiful in the snow. Oh, I love yeah. it every single Amazing. time they do it. It looks so fucking good. My response to that will be when it's in the snow, their outfits are so not inappropriate. Yeah, right. Why Nona in the finale is literally wearing like a bra and a yeah, jacket. The actors and actresses talk about how deathly cold it is they say like sometimes they're like it wasn't in a desert 
No, like it's where? in Alberta. The oh, winters gosh, of Alberta. It is literally like d- negative billion degrees outside, which is really cool because, like I've said before, season 4A is shot in the winter like always, but then COVID hit, so they shot 4B in the summer, and it changes the whole visuals yeah. of the show. Okay. I don't know why. They don't just say, like, why do we I have to dress like this? I think it's cheaper, probably. Oh, well, they do. Like, Waverly in season one is in a lot of skimpy dresses, but they give her coats and shit in season yeah. two and three. Yeah, outfit in the finale was, She's like definitely said, more skimpy in season one. I think there's something about like literal producers and shit are like lose the, the clothes this out. is hot girls yeah. we need hot girls okay. which I mean, is so lame but also hot girls yeah why yeah. was doing it for <laughs> me this yeah, season dude. man it just yeah i mean her hair was looking great it was the, end of the world hair the, the picture of her like you can't tell she has a sword in her hand but there's a picture of her that's like classic in that hot outfit mm. fighting bullshar with like the sword in her hand just like looking and she is just like ripped and hot yeah she's <laughs> doing it okay luke call me out um, well, he has wait, one more the, note. the other one was <laughs> I can't believe it took this long for Winona at least to make a Sons of Anarchy joke. Yeah, yeah. right. I was yeah. like, that needed to be said. That's especially for you. Absolutely. The quips, you know, she has to say yeah. that. Yeah. All right. So I want to know of what you thought about this season having so much base in specifically Christian religion. And I need to know that you dislike this as much as you did midnight mass because you were writing Wait, a lot of the what pop. do you mean oh so angels garden of eden adam and eve but that devils. doesn't feel catholic to me that feels sci-fi like they angels were, and devils feel when i am in right, at I'll, church I'll take it back. I'm not even no 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 listen i just knew you were gonna okay fucking dance but, around but when shit. i'm at church i don't yeah. think about angels they don't talk about angels or devils at church they talk about this fucking god freaking, this is this is word okay word it's not midnight mass yeah this oh, isn't yeah. like inspired by the bible this is the Bible. the Bible. This is literally yeah. events from the Bible. The snake, like when he yeah. has the reptile scale. I just, I just want to say that I didn't, I didn't picture the serpent as a cobra because he gets a cobra head when he bites her. Oh really? When he's like, yeah, when he's like, yeah, yeah, the son of a cobra Kai. Damn it! I just knew you were going to defend it for Winona because you hated it on Midnight Mass. Yeah. So. In Midnight Mass, it was all based in church with people who were gross church people. And I think this is like not gross church people. So I think that I didn't even fucking know this. It wasn't a real fucking Ah, uh, damn it. I was ready I to defend myself. Gonna, I, yeah. I literally wrote, I can't wait to see how Kathleen dances around this I think that, when I bring up the religion. I'm going to keep that because it's good. If I was going to have two ending thoughts, the first one was going to be that I honestly didn't like that it went to basically being like, the Archangel Michael is Julian, like it was Bull, definitely like Bullshark out of is yeah. like the serpent, the serpent. from it's, Adam it's, it's and Eve. Like they're talking that, yeah. literally about the Bible. <laughs> they start quoting stuff. the Bible at one point. Yeah, yeah which I mean is they like, literally show that he is the serpent at the end. He is a that was the point that made me say, "I'm make, I'm bringing this up on the podcast." Yeah. Can I say yeah. something? Really <laughs> quickly? Her, but... Look at her; she fucking knows. No, no, no this is. Tr- I'm gonna trash talk myself. I grew up Catholic. Same. I am so fucking stupid and didn't pay attention for one second. Garden of Eden, serpent angels. I'm like, cool. Hot girls. Yeah, oh, I'm man. like, sick. I don't Yo, even. I cheated it? on every CCD test I ever had. <laughs> I don't remember CCD. anything. CCD. What Damn. about? Was it Kevin who has the line where she's like, "Oh, Eve, man, don't like, don't get me started with her." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love that. Kevin is good, and she was really good on on Lost Girl. Really good. So my second. I guess my final parting shot is just I have to shout out the use of the the tarot, right? Tarot yeah, I love it. with the tower. Uh, I thought that was really cool. 
especially as now I'm talking to the most niche possible Bingetown fandoms. We have any One Piece Winona crossover fans out there? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and one of the most recent One Piece chapters, the, the tarot card of the tower played a big part in the chapter. And I thought that that was interesting that, Love that we had just read that chapter, I guess, either last week or two weeks ago mm-hmm. and then watching Winona and it popped up again. And I was like, damn, it was kind of used in a little bit of different ways. Like Winona, it was just talked about with like straight destruction and evil when in one piece it was more about like like upheaval and change that brings like destruct like sure. yeah. something that's so crazy that happens and makes things change, which does happen in Winona. But I was not going to forgive myself if I didn't mention that. Love that. We'll find a listener who, who has that. Yeah, yeah right. Well, I hope so. Right, Hit I'll us up on Twitter. Shot, then you end it because I feel like um you're going to have more profound takeaways than me. Yeah. So this season was great. It was very, very fun. It's obviously we went into this knowing it wasn't going to be like top tier, flawless writing. So if you can get past a bunch of the small plot holes, it's it's freaking fantastic. I will say I think this show would have benefited a million percent by being a Netflix show, not just because of like the freedom of, of cursing and doing whatever you want on screen and the money. It's more about, I think what I realized after finishing this season is that I like the second half of each season so much more than the first halves. And it's because they have to do that whole thing. We keep bringing up about the villain of the week for a little bit with sprinkles of main plot lines that are going to pay off in the second half. And then basically the second half is they always turn it up to 10. Yeah. It's always turned up to 10. And it's like, we get flashbacks of Bobo. We get flashbacks of Wyatt. we're connecting the big dots of what the hell the lore of this world is. So I think like if it was like four seasons of eight episodes where you could cut all the fat out and then clean up the writing a little bit, this show would have been fucking just unbelievable, but overall absolutely great. Waverly is love amazing. I, I can tell that every single fan that's ever watched the show is why, gay now. Why you yeah. love Waverly because she's the best. <laughs> Doc's the man and Bobo's the best. Yeah. Luke pretty much nailed it. I thought the season was phenomenal. I think it was the best season of the three. For whatever reason, I've said it every single season, no matter what is going on. We came in hot with some critiques to start this podcast yeah, episode, did. but so much good stuff to talk about. No matter what I'm talking about when it comes to critiques, lately there hasn't been too many shows where I get that feeling where I'm like, I want to watch the next one right this freaking second. Nice. You know, and I get that feeling with Winona. And I've been waiting because we wait a couple of weeks to record. And with season two, I watched so quickly. And then I had like two weeks before we recorded. And I was like, I need to watch yeah. season three. So now I waited and now I get to watch season four. Right tonight now. or tomorrow, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's the best feeling ever because I'm getting that feeling with Winona, and I would love to do a bracket again with Winona as an option. Dave on the pod has watched a lot more shows now, so we'll redo the brackets at some point. But Winona will be very interesting. Just a couple notes that I wanted to ask you guys: with Garden of Eden, the Serpent, Angels, all this stuff coming in. Kyle brought up the fact that we think Black Badge might be an end game for season four, even though it wasn't we didn't know it was going to be the series finale. But Black Badge might come back into the picture. We don't have an, something showing up right now in our face as the big bad. Do you think it's going to be like a devil or something like so? What I do is like you can search on the Reddit like season three discussion, no spoiler f- future things. That's what I do for every show ever. Yeah. Like, so you don't I'm get... finished watching. You I trust it. Right, yeah. I go to, not even just for one. I'm just saying in general, yeah. I, I go mm-hmm. for discussion because it's my favorite thing ever. But 
one of the things I saw was that the name that was written on the wall, Valdez, is going to be, it's a Black Badge Division name of someone from the comics. So I think Black Badge Division is going to be a huge correct backbone of season four. Okay, And it makes sense because we're done with, apparently we're done with Bullshar. And the curse. And yeah. the curse. So like it, it's going to have to start getting more to the, the characters we know. Like what, are they going to introduce the big bad at the beginning of season four? four and then kill him by the end of season four right that doesn't seem right to me it's going to be about whatever waverly's role is going to be getting out of garden of eden and then finishing the black badge storyline is what my yeah. guess is and what do you think is going to happen with vamp doc like is he going to stay a vampire are they going to turn him back like i would have bet I, I a lot of money that the, he would have been back like i'm on the page that where by the I, end of the season whatever him escaping being able to escape that holy rope needs to mean something more than just weird writing right like yeah. i feel like he's becoming or, less than a vampire or he was, helped. He was like yeah, he, he yeah. Was it's helped. gonna be that he's no, helped. He was helped. my assumption is he was just off screen but helped. doesn't yeah. that contradict the ability to walk up the steps because i thought you have to be i don't know i don't know how that plays into yeah. it because if they say you yeah. can't be immortal i mean i have literally no idea how the steps or the barrier at the steps works. yeah yeah i don't know if they're hard rules but i mean Waverly pulls out the sword. Hot right? TVH. Yeah, that's like that my daddy her. taught me that's, how to do that this meant something. He Maybe that's that meant after something. After Winona gets rejected by it, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the so yeah. meaning so maybe Doc can go through the barrier now because yeah. the sword was pulled out. That could be it. But why couldn't Winona? I yeah. Well, well, but she didn't try after the sword was pulled out. True. Winona was on the she ground, was like, like being poisoned. She got boinked off that fucking. Yeah. Thing. So that could be it. Are we going to do our top fours? We can end with the top fours to see where we're all at because we're going to reevaluate the end of season. I'll go four. quick since mine really doesn't matter because whatever. I'm I mine stays exactly the same. Mine goes well. I think Dolls was in mine before, but not anymore, obviously. <laughs> so mine goes Winona, Waverly, Doc, Nicole. Winona number one. Yeah, always. Okay, I'll go next because I probably have the biggest change from my last podcast because I lowered Doc from number one to number three. Ooh. Damn, baby. I, I have Waverly, Winona, Doc, Bobo. Let's go. Bobo. Bobo. Yeah. So you joined the Waverly train at number one, man. I did because I, I like to think that season two was all about Winona and her baby and like dealing with that, which is why I guess I liked her so much in season three because it was less about her and more about Waverly while she's yeah. the namesake. So it, it let her breathe a little bit, in my opinion. And yeah, I think Waverly Winona killed it for me this season. I think that I'm sticking with Waverly at number one. I believe I always had Doc at number two. I'm going to keep him there. Winona at number three. And then my game time decision was actually going to be Nicole or Jeremy. Ooh, I love four. it. Because I'm talking about season three. Like yeah, how I feel totally, in season three. Totally. So I'm probably going to go for Jeremy. Yes, that's yeah. sick. Give that guy if some Jeremy love. gets some more main integral storylines, he will easily be like, in the top four. I really, really like Bobo, but I just feel like with his ending, it's. I guess that's the thing you were saying. Like, do we like the, it's like a top four liking of a character or yeah. they're, you know, and that's where it's. Little, I it always take little... it as who do I like on screen? Who what scenes do I want to watch with who in it? OK, that's well, that's kind of that's kind of a like screen. That's a tough question, because then maybe I slip Bobo into four of them because okay. Jeremy's the same. But like I was I've always loved Bobo, but yeah, totally. All right. I will go Doc Waverly. Jeremy. OK. Winona. Okay, as long as she makes up. Yeah, man. I honestly, you honestly, out, I was dude. flirting with Hot or Nedley going above Winona. I honestly, Nedley over Winona would be hilarious. I really just Winona, <laughs> yeah, Winona, yeah, Winona on screen someone, doesn't do much for me anymore. I this is like we can end the pod in a second, but. 
the fact that Nedley had the good thing where he ended up being the father figure to Nicole. But if you're going to go with someone like Nedley at number four, I'd go Mercedes first because I feel totally, like <laughs> totally. I mean, every second that Nedley's on the screen, I'm happy. Yeah, I but I, same with Mercedes. And I feel like this season she was almost on more towards the end. When we do our season four wrap up, we're going to have more awards, End like support characters, stuff, yeah. main characters, yeah. more things to rank. Love it. For sure. Holy shit. And it'll give us more time because we'll do two, two, two. It's not like we're talking about a whole season yeah. at once. Well, listen, everybody, for me, Winona gets better every single season. I cannot wait for these boys to watch season four. And we will be coming up with that soon because we only have to watch two episodes for that. So if you like what you heard, go to binchantv.com for our website, binchantv at Instagram and Twitter. We've covered all of Winona so far. We've covered other shows like The Magicians, The Hundred, The Boys, all the Marvel Universe, The Haunting. It's spooky season. Get out there. Watch Haunting, Phil House, Midnight Mass, Haunting of Bly Manor, all that stuff. Shout out to our Patreon people. You keep the lights on. We love to see it. Um, We've got some cool Patreon episodes coming up, some interviews and everything. Go check out all of our videos on there. We've got some celebrity uh, video interviews on there, which are pretty cool. That's patreon.com slash TV. Thanks for listening. We can't wait to watch the rest. Why on Earth makes me absolutely electrified. I have the chills just thinking about it. Um, that's been Sean TV. Thanks for listening. Make your peace. Make your peace, motherfucker. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.